So maybe you've been listening to us for a little while, or maybe this is the first episode you've ever heard. Today, we are talking about how to be a realtor and what it's really like. Uh, Between the two of us, we've got almost 20 years of real estate experience, and we each started out in very, very different ways. So we're talking a little about the ins and outs, what you'd need to know if you ever thought about a career in real estate. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hi everyone. Today, Jamie and I, and this is off of an Instagram request. Special request. We are going to be talking about how to be a realtor and what it's really like. Yes, what it's really like. So often people just see the fun stuff or they just see the end result and they forget about all the steps that go involved that happens are in involved, between. and they think we look at pretty houses all day, every day, and right. that's all we do. And have lunch, and yes. <laughs> go to the lake on the weekends. And, and sometimes some of that is true, but um, there's a lot that goes into there's it. There's a lot. So we're going to tell you about it. Tasha, tell, let's start with how you kind of got into real estate, just in general. Well... Tell us your story. Oh, okay. My story. Mike and I, and our children, mm-hmm. we were... Five of us with two dogs living in a house where you basically open up the door and stuff comes tumbling out on your head. Oh, yeah. We had run out of room. We were in the starter home that you don't fit five people into with two dogs. It's just not possible. And we So I'm going to stop you right there because everybody's going to think you got your real estate license so you could sell your own house and buy your new house. Absolutely not. That is not how this worked (laughs) at all. And um, I find my story very interesting because Mm -hmm. we went through the process of selling our home. We Mm -hmm. went through the process of building our home. I was the main point of contact that handled everything. Not my husband. Most people think, oh, man of the house, they're going to handle things. No, no, no. Oh, I think absolutely not. As realtors, (laughs) side note, I think as realtors, we can definitely say... I mean, 50-50. Maybe even yes. a little more of um, the moms running the show sometimes. Well, I when also, it's a you I know, nuclear it, family. <laughs> I also make it a point when I'm but, working with clients to make sure that we start a group text thread. Oh, yeah. And all conversations are that are being had with one party are happening with the other. Yeah. Because I don't Keep want everybody any, on the same page. I don't want anyone to miss a part of the process. Mitigating surprises. Correct. Foreshadowing here. One of the things that uh, we do behind the scenes. Yes. But anyway, keep going. But I... You were buying a house. I building was, a house. I, and selling and building a house. And when all was said and done after we had moved in, there we honestly became house poor because certain things were not shared with us and how taxes and specials yeah. and all the things that we needed to do. Maybe it was said, but what I the thing was it, it didn't really register on our minds on how that worked. And it's like, oh, me as the stay-at-home mom for many, many years, mm-hmm. oh, gee, it's time for me to go back to oh work. My, my husband looked at me. He's like, we built this beautiful home. We are not selling yeah, it. Right. Go back to work. Right. I did not want to go back to my What was your five. job before? I worked at Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh, okay. And I did not want to do that at all. Like I did Paperwork, not. insurance, that kind of thing. L- cl- filing Claims. claims. Calls. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I did not. I mean, I did not want to do that. I really wanted something that frankly, it wasn't, I, I just, it was boring to me and I Got did it. not want that. I wanted ent- something interesting, something entertaining, something that I could socialize and really help people. Sure. You know, in more of a intimate setting. Got it. And to me, it really was important 
well, actually, it was funny. As I was thinking, what am I going back to do? I was sitting there <laughs> looking at homes still online on the Park Company website. Uh-huh. And my husband was laughing at me. He's like, you know, you should just become a real estate agent. Look at you. You handled the buy and sell of our house. And now you you look at you. You're, you're still navigating. Looking, you're still these, looking at yeah. these houses. You'd be good at this. You're good at detail orientation. I'm good at de- being detail oriented yeah. yep. and multitasking. This seems like something you could do. And I took a leap of faith and went through my education and got my license. And then reality set in on what really <laughs> was, it was going to take to become a realtor and what the day-to-day was really like. Right. So I was a little bit... I had the pretty picture in my mind of course. realizing what it was really going to be. Right. So, and we'll get into what it will yeah. really be. <laughs> What's your story, Jamie? Well, so... Um, I sort of had a background in real estate when I was pretty young. I think I was about 20 years old. Um, I was in college. I was trying to pay for college while I was in college. I did have some student loans and stuff, and I was working at a bank, and I I liked everybody that I worked with, but I wasn't making enough money. So I left the bank to move to actually the Twin Cities and worked with a great group of people, and we renovated um, eight houses very quickly. We, (laughs) it was, you know, this was pre- 2008 we were getting loans um that we shouldn't have been eligible to get which is you know the whole <laughs> market crash thing I always we always paid off we, we never defaulted but I'm just saying so I got into flipping houses at a very young age in order to help me pay for college I came back to uh Fargo North Dakota graduated from NDSU had a job in business development with a fabulous company and a career that I absolutely loved but I traveled a lot and I kind of always missed the real estate stuff so um, you missed flipping. You love flipping houses, uh, uh, right? And so I I got back into real estate, or or I got my license for the first time. See, when I was flipping houses before, I didn't I didn't have a license. One of the group of us did have a license to sell, um, but I didn't. And I always kind of was interested in that. But anyway, fast forward to I'm working this great job um, in marketing and business development for a construction traveling company. A ton. Traveling, which was fabulous, but we had just gotten married and I, I didn't want to travel anymore. You wanted a family. And at the same time, I didn't want a desk job. And I've always had this little, you know, behind in the back of my head, like I love real estate and I just loved learning what I learned with investing. And so I decided to go out and, and get my license. And P.S., uh, I failed my first test. <laughs> I Even failed with- my first test by one question. <laughs> I don't know how much I failed it by, but I did not pass. Um, but I wasn't discouraged. I was I was kind of prepared for that. And um, I just tried again and passed it on the second time. And I remember, and I think I've said this maybe on a different podcast, I remember Green Mill. Remember the Green Mill restaurant yes. on uh, 13th Avenue? I remember Green Mill was open and I'd had my license for like two weeks. And I decided, oh, you know, I can do whatever I want now. And I (laughs) went to lunch at the Green Mill and I sat down and it hit me. I had no clients. I had no leads. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I had just quit my full-time job. (laughs) And remember you telling me that is some of the background stuff that... uh, that you don't think about. You yes. think, I love houses, so I'm just going to sell real estate. Mm-hmm. But what you don't think about is, who am I going to do it for? Who's going mean, to want to hire how, me? How long is it going to take to find clients, yes. cultivate a deal, get to closing, and then get a paycheck? Right. And then, of course, pay taxes and pay all the bills that it took to get into real estate. <laughs> yes. Because you get into real estate, there's marketing, there's, I mean, there's a lot of costs to getting involved. 
in this profession. Yes, right. Uh, contrary to what some may believe, in our line of work, the way that we do real estate, and I, I, I know that different companies can do things a little bit differently. You can be more of an employee and sell real estate for a company, or you can do kind of what Tasha and I do, which is we are independent sole contractors and we've got the support of Park Company as our broker. But, but our expenses are, are our own. ultimately an independent yeah. contractor. We, yep. we don't get paid to show houses. No. We don't get paid to write contracts. We can do every single thing that's part of making a real estate transaction work. And then if something happens, God forbid, and that deal doesn't close, those six months we just spent working on that deal go down the drain. And we don't get paid or reimbursed for one iota of it. So there... Or when Jamie is driving around like two hours from home all day, like in Lakes Country. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if uh, just the other day, yeah, I, if the client mm-hmm. can't, you know, if, if let's say they make an offer and the deal doesn't go through or oh, it doesn't man. work out, I've been you know, with some clients where you don't get paid. They're in a really competitive price point, and there's six or seven offers every time we write something. We we had to write four offers and got declined you know three times prior we spent about six months trying to find them just the right thing and we did eventually but it wasn't until the fourth offer and you know six months of work (laughs) right and if they would have just given up and decided not to buy I would have understood that it that's an emotional um, process to be making offers on homes that you fall in love with and and had they said you know what Jamie we just don't think this is the right time that would have been I would have let them go, right? Like like you would have, you, like an agent what, does. What we all want is what's best for our clients. Exactly. And I guess the side of that is, and then we don't we don't receive any compensation for no. that. So, so it's not all... Uh, fun and games, but the yeah. biggest thing I will tell anyone who is entertaining the thought of getting into real estate is mm-hmm. you need to have a large amount of money saved up because it takes have, a while yes. to get your feet off the ground. You don't right. immediately... With anything, you have to learn how to run your business, how mm-hmm. to find clients, how to promote yourself in a way where people have trust in you, especially yep. as a brand new realtor, Yes, t- that they want to trust you to help them with the biggest purchase or sale of their lives. Yeah. So if if you're getting, if you're thinking about getting into real estate because it looks like a lucrative career, and trust us, it, it sure can be, but um, you got to have more than just the want to you know, make good money. You you have to have sort of that service heart, right? Correct. I mean, this this it's, we work with so many people. It's basically like applying for a job or sitting through a job interview every, every single, single day. Single time that we are sitting down yeah. with someone new. Yeah. And so for me, I know one thing that's very important to me, which I know mm-hmm. you feel the same way, is this job. It's not just about the sales. It's not just about the transactions. What what this job is is about the people and the relationships that we are forming mm-hmm. and how we can be um, an asset and help people with these hard decisions. And oh this yeah. Process. I think some people forget too. It's not always people don't always move only because of a good and exciting time. Sometimes people are moving because of a heartbreaking right, reason of a loss or they're they're downsizing. They're moving off the family farm. They they probably love the house we're moving them into. You know, at least that is what we hope. But it can be hard. It can, it can be, be hard to make those moves, I mean, so. even when I was excited to be moving into my nicely built home, yeah, I cried so <laughs> oh, no. many tears because I was. So selling the home that I took all three of my children home to. Yeah. And it broke my heart. Though I was excited for the next step, I was still sad. Right. Right. And I know you felt the same way as well. Right. Yes. I recently moved too and I miss my old house so much and I love my new house, but it's emotional for us. Um, so we understand that it's certainly emotional for our clients. 
Um, but going back to the things you probably need. To, yes. If you are going to start out on this, and Tasha nailed it, um, don't expect to start making money right away. Uh, I don't know what the statistic is, but something like 80% of realtors who, who get into the business don't make it two years. Yes, and I think correct. a lot of that is because of the economic pressure. The the I mean, we, we could be working with somebody easily for a year before, before we close. They're ready. You know, and some people it's 45 days and, and that's a dream, right? Yes. But imagine if, if you're going from paycheck to paycheck and, and, or I should say from one week to the next, getting paychecks each week or even monthly, this is not that kind of this is not that kind of gig. No, <laughs> you can go. You, you need to have many, many, many months in many between months. paychecks of any kind. I know that from the time that I started to when I actually had my first paycheck was probably a good nine months. Yeah. So I I say that after considering expenses, because like we said, we don't get paid to show houses. Nobody pays for our gas or the added insurance that you need to have, you know, umbrella policies in case you get into an accident with a client in your car. Uh, I know I went went two solid years without showing it, without having a profit of any kind. Yes. But my, my startup was, I was a little bit slower of a start where you kind of jumped off and and got going a little quicker than me. So, but we everybody's on their own we path. had very different starts though you started off yeah more yep. you took your time kind of really getting going <laughs> i don't know that off. that was intentional but, but yes <laughs> and i was like, a really nice oh, way to say that tasha thanks <laughs> i'm like oh crap yeah. i'm like i need to i i were house poor you know no, we were fine it's no just, i get it you know what you is planning and looking know, into the future and noticing at, you're going to oh, come up short yes we're going to come up short and it's like we need to plan appropriately yeah. and make this happen and I just was all in and mm-hmm. I just decided there was no other option. I had to succeed yeah. and I had to figure out quickly how I could do well at this job while also being the kind of agent that I wanted, I would hire. Right. I oh, wanted to, yeah. I want to be, I always want to be the type of agent that I would not even think twice about hiring because yes. I know they care about me. I know they have my best interests at heart and I know they're going to tell me the hard truths. Right. Even when, when I don't want to hear them, right. sometimes that's what you really need. Yes. So one thing I really want to point out in all sure. this that I think a lot of people don't understand is we are independent contractors, mm-hmm. at least Jamie and I are. So we don't get to call in sick. Oh, we yeah. don't get days off. No paid we vacation. Don't, we don't get paid vacations. We, <laughs> no health insurance. No health insurance. Uh. <laughs> so when you think about some of those things, I was just, I just had my booster shot for, for COVID mm-hmm. and I was sick in bed with a fever on, you know, this past weekend. And yeah. I had clients that wanted, and were scheduled to look at homes. I paid another agent in my office to show those homes because I was not about to be the reason that they couldn't see yeah, these properties right. that they were really excited to yeah. see. So, but again, I... Not only do we not get sick days, but we sometimes have to pay pay out on a sick day, which is reasonable, you know, because we're asking another agent to take time out of their business to do something for us. Or we, you know, it's... uh, yeah, it's completely different than going from an employed job. Correct. <laughs> and I know that I was I was still sick in bed. I was yeah. writing up an offer right. electronically going through through yes. Zoom on how do we construct an offer that you want to write. Mm-hmm. So these are all things. I was sick but still working. Well, <laughs> I I have told several of my clients this. I have written offers on every major holiday. You know, um Tasha and I have both been selling five to ten years over ten years eight years yeah and in that time not every year every holiday but I I have been kind of keeping track 
every single major holiday. And I'm talking Christmas Day, New Year's (laughs) Eve, and New Year's Day. The 4th of July is almost every year. The 4th of July is huge. I don't know what it is. Well, here's what it is. It's people finally get time to be with the other decision makers in their house. So if they're married, it's their spouse that they're talking to. Maybe they got together with family and they want some input from a brother or sister or parent. And they have time to think about it. And they have time because they're maybe not working on that holiday. So we go out, we look at houses, they find something that they really, really enjoy. And it's kind of romantic to think about, oh, we found and bought this house or made the offer on a holiday. So um, holidays are work days. My very first buyer client I picked up on, like I met them. Mm -hmm. I I say picked up, but I I really met them. (laughs) I met them and I collaborated with them and really talked to them at an open house the weekend of Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was one of the few open houses. Who works the weekend of Thanksgiving? Well, I was a a brand new realtor (laughs) and I was trying to find a way to work. You know, that's another thing too. You give up your nights and weekends. I... For the first two and a half years I was in the business, mm-hmm. I took off, and I counted, I took off only five weekends in total. Wow. I worked every other Sunday doing open houses. Wow. Yeah. And and we're not saying this to, to make it sound like, oh, feel bad for us. No, no, no. no we just want to be... We want to set the tone. <laughs> We're both trying to say the same thing at the we same time. We want to set the tone to know that if Here's, you're going, you, yeah. the start of a career in real estate before you really have a chance to establish yourself and that your friends, family, sphere of influence yeah. can, it takes time for people to trust that you are in it mm-hmm. 100%, 110%. And, and that looking you can out be for tr- their interests. Yeah, and you can be trusted. And, and this knowledgeable is not just some enough side to do it. Hustle. Yeah. Yes. Right. You have to find ways to meet people in other mm-hmm. organic or other other ways and this is why we bring this up when you first start off in real estate it is you are hustling every <laughs> single day yes. and trying to prove that you have what it takes to be the person that they should trust with the biggest investment they will ever make yes yeah so that's just why we bring this up it's not it's not that we want to feel sorry you to feel sorry for us no we love doing we what we do we love what we do but even i think if we had listened to our own podcast, we could never have been prepared enough. No, there is no way. <laughs> there is absolutely no way we could have been prepared yeah. for what it's about. Right. And um, part of my saving grace with being a mom and being a full-time real estate agent um, is my kids came along after I was already a real estate agent. So they're used to kind of this crazy schedule where sometimes mom's home at night, sometimes mom's not. And I went And my from- husband is used to being Mr. Dad, at, you know, at whenever and all the time and, and you I had a different was, story I was you were already a, a mom I was a stay-at-home mom and my and a husband mom to three. and a mom to three <laughs> and I was supposed to stay home with my children until my youngest and I got into real estate when she was two and a half yeah I got into real estate you know I was supposed to go back to work when she went off to kindergarten at yeah. five here I was getting into real estate and I, at, when she was two and a half years old I imagine that was a big shock to your husband, who then had to be Mr. Dad more often and than he already we was. We had to share responsibilities and, right. in a way that we were not used to. It was a yeah. really big shock for our family. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I will say, and I don't want anyone to feel pity for me, and I, you know, I kind of chuckle about it now yeah. when I think back. 
I'm really glad that everything happened and when happened the way that it did because I love my job. Yes. I love yes. the relationships right. and the and the friendships I've formed. Yeah. I mean, we something do, exciting every yes, day. Do exactly. we not learn something exciting, something new <laughs> every day? Exciting isn't always a good word in real estate. Sometimes <laughs> the less surprises, the better. But <laughs> we, yeah, it's it's. I love not sitting behind a desk every single day. Though I, there are plenty of times we sit behind a desk. Oh yes, and there's plenty of days when we'd rather be behind a desk. Like <laughs> it was 20 below on the actual <laughs> gauge on my car when I left to drive about a three-hour round trip to go pick up an abstract the other day, which I was happy to do. But, you know, like, that's something that just, it had to be done. It had to be done. We are independent contractors. I had no to do it. No one else can do it for you. And and I was happy to, to provide that service for my client. But if you are not flexible, if you do not have some serious savings or somebody to lean on while you're getting started and just a, a service-minded heart, um, this then is this might not be the right not industry. career for you. Oh, and like we said too, if you don't mind being like interviewed for a job every single every day of your life. Day. <laughs> it kind of feels like being an actor, but very much lower, lower key. Like, well, right, right. right. We're, we're <laughs> acting about our best self. We're staying uh, on our toes at our best all the time. Trying to. Nobody's yeah. perfect. <laughs> but, but yeah, we kind of have to be on. Yes, and and I think one thing that's really important too is to be authentic. You know, hundred percent. I mean, I think it's so important to be authentic in what you're doing because people need to, in a very short time period, be able to see you for who you really are, and you need to convey that instead of feeling like you're on right. or you're pretending. Right, right. Or you're just in it for the money. Correct. I mean, the buyers and sellers that you work with will figure out very quickly if you're if you if they feel like you're pushing them because you want them to make a decision more for your own benefit. Correct. So. Um, Obviously, that goes without saying. We all <laughs> we all know that anybody in sales, and we've all felt like we've been pushed by somebody in sales, and and that's just not an effective way to no, do real not. estate. So, love so, the job, love the job that yes, you're in. Yes, yes. <laughs> but this is some of the things that we feel yes. like people should know if they are contemplating or wanting to know more about the mm-hmm. real estate industry and what it takes to be a realtor. Yeah. So, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Just think, you could hear from us every day if we were your realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at realtormomspodcast.com or iTunes. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.